This week in the Proving Grounds, virtual events, virtual letdown, moving day, snake, snake, metal gear, band hammer aftermath, and more. Magic Proving Grounds are the only, the only Magic the Gathering podcast that proves moving your Magic collection is easier when it's digital. What's the name of our podcast? Ma- <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. They got it. I said it. <laughs> I just, like, had to just make fun. Take of me f-ing up the first half, the last half, three times, and smash it with the one time I didn't mess up the first half. <laughs> yeah, <and left laughs> to go. There you go. There you go. It plays. <laughs> So what do you guys have been doing this week? Um, I spent the last 30 minutes before recording watching Pickleball. It's pretty wild. Who are you? Because we forgot to introduce ourselves. Yeah, I'm Ben, if you don't know by now. I am Dave Pickleball Master. Yeah, the highlights are ridiculous. And I'm other Dave. Well, shit. I'm moderator Dave. This is a mess. This is a mess. (laughs) Um, I'm moderator Dave, the moderator of this said podcast. Do anyway, some moderating already, then. Jesus, it's a train wrecker. I mean. It is. What? What's what? What the hell is pickleball? Uh, it's like it's like p- big ping pong, but kind of like tennis, but more like ping pong. It's like in between tennis and ping pong. I don't know much about it. I just watched some highlights. It's pretty wild. Like. Cartoonishly large paddles and it's the number ball. one growing sport in the United States. Uh, really? Yes, it is. I, I was watching the streamer. His name's Middleditch. Uh, he's the star of Silicon uh, Valley. Uh, uh, I was just uh, there was no magic content on Twitch today because all the streamers are not playing because the the moving day right that I watch at least. And, and so I was just flipping through and I saw he was watching ping pong uh, highlights. So it's pretty fascinating. So no magic stuff to talk about this week? Um, pickleball? Well, while I was watching Pickleball, I was uh, playing myself in Magic some more, which is getting really old. I'm probably going to do something about that. Yeah, you make some friends. <laughs> or, or just play anonymous people on the internet. You can't play Modern on Arena, so I'm hoping this, uh, once it comes back up, MTGO is going to be fun. If it comes back up. <laughs> it's questionable. Yes, jury's still out on that one. Um, so, other Dave, what have you been up to? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's real uh, fair. Got nothing. Sorry. Yeah, it's all good. Um, I didn't do much. It's kid's birthday at the end of the week last week, so played a Isn't little. At the end bit. of every week. Uh, well, you, <laughs> when you have when you have as many kids as I do, they kind of run together. Um, so yes, but also no. <laughs> Played some Commander this weekend, which is always was always fun. Nice. Um, I think my kids leveled up because they decided to target me first to get me out of the game, so that I didn't beat them. That's smart. As a, they t- team up on you. Yeah, as a proud yeah Magic Papa moment. I'm mean, like, finally, you guys figured it out. So I think I think this week, and I'll report back later if this happens. But I think this week I'm going to do an Unfinity draft. With my family, Ooh. just as a fun. But first, I'm going to open the packs and take all the the shock lands and the galaxy lands out and replace them with basics. <laughs> I, I'm I don't want to debating the comic book store got uh, some Infinity boxes, uh-huh. and mm. when they open them up, I'm I'm debating trying to buy the box topper. Oh yeah, don't tell them how oh. much it's worth. They What's are, the box topper on this one? It's like foil, um, mm. Shockland. Nice. Yeah. I have to go get me one of them then. Anyways, let's move on to some news. You guys like the news? You want to talk about some news? Some sure. News? First up on the docket is they finally announced the details of the virtual event for Magic 30th Anniversary Fest. Oh, yeah. And they finally nailed that down, did they? Finally released the uh, uh, events, which was what I was most concerned about. Uh, 
included with the tickets. You know, you get a voucher for Magic Arena and a voucher for Mitco to participate in a celebratory event for Magic 30. And uh, I'm kind of bummed because I was wrong. It's not a uh, power cube on Arena. Uh It's... It's a freaking chaos draft event, and it's like <laughs> low effort. Yeah, which How much is does what this thing cost thirty dollars. Oh, okay, that's not bad then. And yeah, it's not. It's just it, it's like who who predicted last week that it was going to be super low effort? Because you, uh, I believe that was me. Definitely put that one in the bag. Uh, so for Arena, it's Chaos Draft event, and then for MetGo, it is a 30th anniversary cube. So that's good, though, right? For MetGo, yeah. I mean, if it comes back, we've been yeah. what twelve at well, all uh, <gasps> eight hours without it. I'm starting starting to feel sad. I'm starting to suspect that it okay, did. Okay, so you get the little girl avatar or little Geary avatar on on Arena with that. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? it you scroll yeah, down. Yeah, it's it. cute. I was going to go over that stuff. But, but listen, hold on. You can put your face when you're streaming inside that little box. The little mouth box. Little, yeah. <laughs> little little he eating your face. Yeah, that'd be great. It's cute. Definitely cute. Yeah, the other stuff you get like the uh the avatar and and whatnot. The sleeves, you get five sleeves. Yeah, this looks cool. I mean yeah. it's worth Email. the money. It's sad that it's not yeah. a power cube, but they yeah. probably need more time. Whatever. And then um some of the events, I think they did they have these I don't think they did, other than the uh, It definitely didn't go into as much detail. No, but you they're they're doing the the virtual panels as well. So there's one with game nights. Then then um Richard Garfield there's an infinity panel. What is magic art? There's if you want to know there's a panel on that. Um and then they're live streaming the contest uh cosplay contest. I think as far as uh, the virtual panels and stuff go, that's probably a pretty good lineup. Yeah. Um that's uh, not bad. Yep. Oh, there's a Phyrexian lore panel. If mm. it didn't have the other stuff with it, then just watching panels for 30 bucks probably wouldn't fly no. in this day and age, but you do get the other stuff, so that's good. Yeah, I think it's worth the the scratch. It's probably one it of It looks the- like you can play. Wait. Oh, no, that's in the draft. You can use your event token, but you can also pay gems or gold. Yep, yep, yep. So, so it's fun. not exclusive to... No, it's not. Of course, why would it when they can continue yeah, to make I, money? I mean, my hopes was that they would give the people an exclusive event. And, uh, I, but I also suspect that um, you running those events on Arena requires a certain level of player base to play them all at the right. same time. Yeah. And you probably can't get that with just the entries. Yeah, totally, because not everybody's going to want to pay. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence at this point because I was like, I'll throw 30 bucks that way and get some of the the stuff and get the two vouchers and it'll be okay. But it's like, I don't really feel like doing a chaos draft. Yeah. And if I do, I can just friggin' uh, throw some gold at it because I've got some gold. So, I don't know. It's a real conundrum, but... I think the panels and stuff are neat, so... I kind of want to watch the Richard Garfield one out of just morbid curiosity. He's so awkward. I I, I think that it would be fun to watch. <laughs> well, when and I, also, when I the only other time I've heard him actually talk is when he was on Mark Rosewater's podcast, and he basically didn't remember anything. So <laughs> I want to <laughs> just have morbid curiosity, see if he... How, much, how many times he says, I don't really remember. He's like... How much drugs were you on, Richard, when you made this set? I need to know. And it's funny because Morrow will have other people on his podcast that were around during that time, like playtesters and stuff that mm-hmm. helped him develop the game. And they remember like every detail of everything. <laughs> like uh, Matthew Perry, when he was on Friends, was on drugs for like 
two or three seasons, he doesn't even remember shooting yeah. because he was on drug, so much drugs during that point in his life that he's like, yeah, don't even remember I filmed any of this. Not to suggest that Mark, uh, that uh, Richard Garfield is on drugs. No, just so we're clear. Some people's mind, just people's minds work differently, right? Yeah, he's probably a you know, I think he was a statistician or something like that, PhD mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, but he he might have been so like working out the just the right nows so that he didn't you know tuck away the yeah the well, memories of things. You he know? he only invented Magic the Gathering so that he could make the board game Robo Rally. So maybe he was like, <laughs> "Just got to get this out here so I can make Robo Rally." <laughs> yeah, that's my and, real fun. He remembers every detail about Robo Rally. <laughs> Who doesn't remember every detail about Robo Rally? <laughs> Best board game ever invented, man. Um, anyways, um, I think we should move on before I insult another uh, cornerstone of <laughs> the Magic community and talk about Moving Day. Sure. Moving Day. Magic the Gathering has grown up, and it's time, now that it's 20, maybe a little past time, for it to move out of its parents' house and and go live with make, Daybreak Games. Make some real money. Some real money at daybreak. Stop living in its parents' basement. Not developing not, skills or uh, abilities. Or, not pro- not progressing past the uh, third or fourth. What is it? The third or fourth version of the client? I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyways, the, the joke is that it's grown up and moved out. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> oh, there so, was a joke. <laughs> it was a it was a really dry one. It's British humor. You wouldn't understand. (laughs) Anyways, so earlier this year, Wizards of the Coast announced that they were uh, selling the licensing for Magic the Gathering online to Daybreak Games so that they could continue developing it on their own. So that time has finally happened. Yeah, they were basically like, uh, we don't want to do this anymore. It's too much resources, kind of divesting. Well, maybe they didn't say exactly that. I'm putting I'm putting words in mouths. But uh, they were divesting themselves of it. And yeah. Then, uh, Daybreak picked it up as a way to make money themselves. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that Wizards really cared that it existed as much. It's, yeah, it's after basically... Arena came out free money for licensing fees and uh, advertising and none of the responsibility for having to actually develop the game. So it's like win-win. Yeah. I think it sounds like a win-win to me Mm -hmm. on on both ends. I think this would be better for consumers. I think it's a win-win for everybody involved. The three-way, if you will, great for Watsi, great for Daybreak, great for the players. Um, because as part of the transition today, we got a post from the team taking over for, uh, taking over and go for daybreak, uh, kind of explaining what their roadmap was going to be for the future and things they wanted to see added to the game and kind of like what's on the outlook, uh, in the coming future. All right. So this is exciting because some of the things that they're saying that, there mm-hmm. would like to improve is um battlefield automation so like arena does the auto tapping when you slam a card down Ooh, auto passing too i'll tell you what there is uh the cuz you got so many clicks when you play magic online that you're just like okay yeah. and then you People- just get like click fatigue and then you click past your turn if you're not paying attention and then you're like damn it so one of one of the things that's funny about uh, MTGO in general is that the meta on Moto is different than in person in, in paper because people specifically won't play decks due to how many clicks, and it's all timer based too. So if your deck requires a lot of clicks and your your time runs out, then you you lose or whatever. Um, so like they don't want to do that, so they the. The meta is different. Like, Hardened Scales is not really a moto deck. Like, yeah, so the constraints of the client are warping the meta and not necessarily in a good way. In a weird way. I just yeah. think it's humorous. Yeah, so they're adding uh, Battlefield Automization. 
great uh, multi-factor authentication, which I think is great. Cause yeah, you don't, if you don't want somebody to steal thousands of dollars worth of cards yeah. that you own on there. Yeah. It's, yeah, not everybody's like me that forgets their password every time they try to log on, they have to reset it. So <laughs> you, the multi-factor will help protect uh, yeah. collections and whatnot. And then uh, the thing that interests me that they said uh, was play rewards. And to specifically quote the article, um, it says, a Great game of magic is certainly its own reward, but we want to introduce some no-risk incentives for fl- for playing beyond the fun of the game. Um, they so said no, no risk, no wit, no risk. Wow, yeah, word, um, no. Okay, that's yeah. that bodes well, I'd say. Yeah, is this? My question is: Is this a ladder like what? Arena does or daily Possible. quest. Everybody oh. likes ladders. <laughs> so the one thing that's sorely missing in in Moto in general is a matchmaking system that you don't have to pay for. Is, yeah. so, is Moto we, a common way to say that? Yes, it's the most common. Okay. <laughs> I'm just curious. Mid- never... Mitko Mitko's moderator Dave's thing. I mean, hey, I, have, I have never heard anyone simply uh, referred to it. Uh, most people that I talk to just oh. say in TGO. Right. Well, it gets really, really crazy when you see some people spelling it M-O-D-O or M-O-T-O, and you're like, which one's the right one? Because neither makes actual sense. Yeah. I've, I've heard people just use the MTGO initial. Mm. Mm. But anyway, that's uh, that's. So previously, the way it was before it shut down, in order to get match made with somebody, you had to enter a league and leagues, depending on the high level of play, I guess, um, leagues were anywhere from 10 to $30. So in a more of a bigger event, it would be a $30 entry fee versus, you know, just standard. You can pay $10 at any time. Uh, to enter, which is a like kind of a detraction from playing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in one way, it makes it so like you know that whoever you're playing is going to be a serious opponent because they just paid ten dollars. But in another way, if you just want to try a deck out, it's it's harder for you to do so on on the client because uh, the way that you need to try a deck out is sit in a lobby and wait for somebody to join. Hmm. And just wait, right? Yeah, um, that's that's never fun. And then somebody gets in there and realizes what you're playing, and you're like, "Oh, I don't want to play that." And then they they scoop and leave, and you're like, "I didn't get to test my deck." So now you have to put on the on the description of your lobby that you're in, like, "Hey, I'm playing this deck. Please come and be nice or whatever." <laughs> Begging people to come play with you. So if they have like, um, if what they mean by no risk incentives to to like to pl- get them to play then if that means that they're going to match make without paying that entry fee, I'm like that, that fixes all the problems I have with yeah. the actual problems I have. Yeah, sure. I would like to, to auto tap and I would sure, sure. I'd like them to not have as many clicks, but it would, mm-hmm. st- I would still play that if they match make, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's the for. thing with the ladder that I think most people, people who play the ladder, that's why they're playing it is for the instant matchmaking. Uh, situations at their skill level, yeah, yeah, not necessarily the love of grinding the ladder. Yeah. So, if it's something like that, then I think that that's great, but it's not very descriptive. Yeah, they probably don't want to blow well, their whole load yeah. on an announcement that they might not live up to. <laughs> yeah, so other things that they mentioned was a better onboarding experience, which, uh, <laughs> it's been a while since I onboarded on to, to Midgo, it but it, I don't remember being great and anything's it's, better than what it is. They maybe. tell you nothing. You don't even know what all this stuff means. Event tickets. What's that mean? What's <laughs> what's all the Like, how do I play a game? They don't even tell you that. You have to like go look like Google search for how do I play magic online and read an article or watch somebody do it. Yeah. Just go to just go to Twitch and watch somebody. It's fine. Um, 
And then uh, they're fixing the commander experience. So this is currently the only officially sanctioned way to play commander in a client. Mm-hmm. And so they're uh, and, multiplayer commander. And a, modern, vintage, legacy, and pioneer. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget well, those. But they are fixing commander. Sorry, I just want to throw yeah. that out because that's important. Yes, it is. Um, just making it quicker, clearer is two things they mentioned in the the post. And they're also adding a uh, commander cards periodically that aren't currently in the client because um, they skipped a bunch of stuff. Um, like the Baldur Skate stuff didn't get put in. So there was no like Baldur Skate set, if I remember correctly. So they're adding cards as they go. So that's some of the things they mentioned on the commander front. Mm. So that's uh, cool. Hey, hey man, what if we lived in a world where Magic the Gathering online is the real magic and Arena is like the fake digital junk? That is a world that Watsi does not want to exist. Oh, I know that, but (laughs) it would be fine with me. So if I want to go play fake cards, I just get on arena. Uh, So anyways, I think that's it. Um, Oh, I guess we'll do speed run the rest of this announcement and just point out that, hey, those Transformer cards that are coming out in uh, the Brothers War, (laughs) uh, you want to play Commander with them on MitGo, you can buy them in a bundle for like $25. That's pretty cool. 15 cards, cool stuff. And it's then kind of expensive. I don't. I guess I don't really know the MTGO economy they, well enough to say whether or not it's expensive, expensive for MTGO economy for sure. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's a bundle, and it's the only place that you can get them because they won't yeah, be they won't be in the pack as card rewards, um, treasure chests, and whatnot. And then uh, Pioneer Challenger decks are coming to Mitgo, so. That's cool, I guess. Um, yeah. There'll be a lot of... Is it Phoenix is running around in Pioneer uh, hmm. in the future, I assume, and then like nothing else? It'll be worthless. Oh, Commander Starter Decks. Yeah, they had one. some on there before. They had Kaldheim ones uh, on there yeah, last time well, I looked, but they're updating these are, them. This is a specific product that was called Commander Starter Decks. They're a little cheaper than set commanders or the commander products themselves. This meant for like onboarding people into Commander. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so less complicated, a little more mm-hmm. straightforward. No Astart mm-hmm. warriors. No Astart warriors. Exactly. Oh, with the uh, with the Pioneer precons, you think there will now be what like three or four people playing Pioneer <laughs> on MGO? Yeah, um, that matchmaking yeah. probably take a little bit. <laughs> in the Pioneer queue and this always just is it Phoenix mirror matches. Yeah, everybody's everybody's double queuing into Modern and Pioneer. We got two clients open. All right. You guys got anything else you want to talk about as far as news goes? Nope. Seriously? Oh, yeah, I do actually. There's some secret layers that they announced that are f***ing sweet. <laughs> this is a family show. <laughs> Isn't that what you tell me every time I drop an F-bomb? Hey, look, when I drop an F-bomb, I take clear consideration in how impactful it is because that's more work for me. So when I mean it, I mean it. Um, So they have some new secret layers that they announced. I mean it too. What do you mean? (laughs) I know. I know you always mean it. I don't mean it when I swear. (laughs) So as part of the October Super Drop, there was showed some, there's just like a whole bunch of ones, but there's two bundles that I want to point out as like being super awesome. Uh, the first one is Junji Ito's art on uh, Thoughtseize, Carrion Feeder, Doomsday, and Plague Crafter. And it's like black and white, almost pencil drawing. It's it's sick. Like, just go look at them. Uh, um, Pardon me for not being in the know, but what is uh, Junji Ito known for as an uh, horror, artist? Horror mangas. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's his signature style that he Sweet. does. So you get those you know, those four cards, and they have a foil etched version for ten dollars. Oh. 
Mm. And it's, I think the foil etching is going to look sick on this black and white. So I'm super excited. I am going to purchase that one. And not only that, but each of these that we talk about has arena sleeves to uh, put your arena decks into for each of the cards. Mm. So that's, that's also a bonus. Uh, and then the other one is Yoji Shinkawa, who is the Metal Gear artist. That's the one that also really gets me. It looks so good. Too bad the foils here aren't like etched or anything. They're just regular foils. Yeah, but. I'll probably just get the original ones on these because secret layer foils are kind of weird sometimes. I personally would never pay 10 additional dollars to have somebody turn my cards into Pringles, but that's just me. <laughs> Yeah, well, you put them in hard sleeves, and then you put them in a case, and then they look nice. But with these uh, these secret layers, uh, I have never bought any of them. Uh-huh. Are they more valuable if you leave them in the package? Probably. That's like, somewhat disappointing, because like I would want to buy these, and I would definitely not want to leave them in the package. Yeah, I would guess that over time, the actual box gets more expensive than the individual cards. Like the sum of the parts. So, well, one of the things that I do know about here with comic books is these, let me ask, these, do they come in any kind of packaging inside the box? Like, are they in plastic sleeves? No, uh, they're in like, yes. it's They're not sleeves, but they're just that pra- pl- plastic that like the um, promo, promo card comes with. Like when you bought Nuka Penna, the Gallagher readers come in that little. Oh. So again, I don't know if this applies to magic cards because I don't really have Or sorry. In a pre Okay, so in a pre-release kit, you get a promo card in there and it comes in just a little Right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. That's Um fine. so my question is comic books sometimes come in bags like those and the uh where on the back of it, the like flap that you use to tear it open, um can mm-hmm. cause damage to the back of the comic book can put an indent into it. Oh. Where it where it lays flat on there for so long, mm. um, can that happen to a magic card? Do you know? L- I don't know. Let me go get my secret layer. I haven't opened yet. Hold on. Well, I don't want you to open something you didn't plan on opening. I don't know if he's still planning on doing this, but he was telling me he's planning on putting them in the plastic cases and then hanging them on the wall. All the secret layers he's been buying as like an art piece. Yeah, that's the idea. So I just opened the Street Fighter one, and I'm kind of disappointed uh, in the packaging. The so the I wish I had this on camera, but the um the characters themselves are in just one single um, plastic, see through clear plastic, and they put the Hadouken on the on a different sleeve like taped to the another side which like immediately pringled it and the hadoukens were the one that's worth money Oof. it's a lightning bolt variant yeah and i got the foil one so it's like super pringled <clears throat> that's, not, your, that's upsetting or get your flattening brick out <laughs> oh is it a miscut too that might be worth money Dude, um, I like so to i'm not gonna hard. open but yeah, I know what you're. I see what you're saying, and it definitely could. Okay. I'm not saying it did, but it definitely. If you leave this in here, especially this this Hadouk and how they had it packaged, it could definitely put. Right, because my thought process, especially too, is um, if you leave them in there, and then they sit for long periods of time, you know, like where are you going to put it? That like some weight's not going to get put onto it, or something's not going to happen. That's like going to put some pressure onto it and cause that to further be pressed into it. Mm. And then if you take them out and you don't take them out of the plastic, you put them in a hard plastic sleeve, you're really pressing that plastic into it. So I, I yeah. think, the, think the best bet to protect the cards to begin with would be to, to open the package. But. So uh, I'm like sitting on a couple of from the vaults that I haven't opened. Should I open those then? Is that what you're? Is this is what we're coming to the conclusion? I think you should because uh, check the YouTube to see this video. But it came like with this on this side, and then the Hadouken was sandwiched in here like this. I'll show you guys this video too. It's actually kind of it makes me upset um, that I spent forty or fifty dollars on this, and this is like how it came. 
with this middle divider putting pressure right on that spot operator Dave is talking about um, that could cause damage to the back of the card. So that is not good. Cool box, though. So the uh, the from the vaults. Do you know if the the back card is like a generic land, like a typical magical magic pack is? No, because they're they're just you get the ten cards that are in it. Um, I don't know what the the bottom card is because I haven't opened them. But you get they're like packaged in the clear cellophane, uh, and then you get the there are three packs, I think. And then you get to, you can see the top card, and then there's other cards underneath them. I don't know what the bottom card would be. Yeah, I know with the with those sorts of things, uh, the value is typically in leaving them sealed, just so that the people mm-hmm. who or person who buys it has the mystery of what's inside. You know, but it's written on the side of the box. God damn it! But uh, so I have some bad news. Yeah, it didn't cause damage to the back but the pringling caused damage to the the top Oof. Oh. the way it was pringled in there it's like rev- like it's like mega pringled and I don't know if you can see it on here but there yeah it's not gonna it's not I gonna play on camera no but I'll, I'll show you the video but yeah it's because I took it out of the plastic, and also this is cut really funky too. It's not mm. a good, not a good cut. I don't think it's a mistake error type cut. It's just crappy on this corner. Anyway, sorry. Side trail. Well, this is the unexpected content people come to see or yeah, not see? Because uh, even in comic books, there are situations where sometimes you just accept that there may be damage to the book. Uh, Mm. And you leave it in whatever plastic bag it came in. So, like, uh, or some cases where um, Ultimate like Ultimate Comics, all new Spider Man one, which is the first solo Miles Morales book, came in a poly bag. Mm-hmm. It does not see through at all. So, if you buy it in the poly bag, you have absolutely no idea what condition the comic book is in. Uh, like somebody, yeah. somebody could have been using that comic book as a frisbee for all you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. But also, there were 200, I think, 202,000 um, of those of those books came with a voucher to get a signed Stan Lee book. And to mm-hmm. date, all of that, like, not even a third of those vouchers have been redeemed. And so mm-hmm. some people prefer to buy them in the poly bag because they like to have that chance. Maybe there's a voucher in there. Oh, I see. Do you love wild. me my vouchers? All right, so are we uh, moving on from the content? Uh, real quick, I do want to mention these two secret layers that, that Ben's talking about again. Just from a value standpoint alone, like even if you were to completely separate, uh, say, you know, I don't care about these artists, nothing, like having a thought seize in one of these. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like the the value in in that one alone is probably just between the, the Doomsday and the Thoughtseize, pretty close to paying for itself, right? Uh, Thoughtseize is about 20. Doomsday is... Wow, it hasn't been printed since 6th edition. Oh, $11, $12. It dipped when they announced the secret layer, it looks like. But I, I mean, even yeah. at 11 or $12, and $20 for the Thoughtseize is $30 yeah. total, which is the cost of the regular secret layer. Yeah, and mm. it's and it's sick, too. So. Right. Um, Okay, um, okay. You've got me interested in uh, the the Junji Ito. What manga name? Drop his mangas that he does. Uzumaki and and Tomei. T O M I E. Nice. Those are both Looking very for recommendations. They're very good reads. And then he does a bunch of short stories. It looks like that are found in his Junji Ito volumes. Nice too. But oh, sorry, the other one too. The Metal Gear, the Metal Gear one, uh, Skull Clamp. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's still about a twenty dollars card. Uh, I think they've printed it all to high hell and Commander. Uh, okay, yeah, maybe not then. But it is the best Skull Clamp art, better than that one from um, uh, Warhammer. Yeah, it's good. I like yes. it. Yes, awesome. 
Uh, let's move on to our last little uh, little bit of news. Wizards released a World Championship Viewer's Guide, which is nice for <laughs> people like me who never know what the hell's going on. <laughs> and they uh, they let you know when the events start, what's going on, who's broadcasting, where. Give you a little bit of the... Uh, bios for each but you know when to avoid their twitch because they're going to be broadcasting pioneer yeah yes (laughs) give you links to all the hosts and play-by-play people's uh twitters i i I think it's nice um so they're getting their shit together yeah that's just gonna say they're i don't like this is the first time i've seen this are they getting their shit together or are the organizers organizers getting their shit together for them fair Mm. enough one of those two things is true. Anyways, so uh, World Championship 25678. Uh, who are the new organizers now? DreamHack? Yeah. I think that's right. The, I think that this is one that Watsi is doing. Oh. Because it's the World Championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, I think you're right. Because it also has uh, Watsi veterans... Marla mm-hmm. Batholdi, Cedric Phillips, Marshall Sutcliffe, mm-hmm. Corey Baumeister. I think Paul Chion was also on there. I've seen. Yep. So all of these people I've seen at some point. I mean, on they've Magic got a streams. clear broadcast schedule, a clear list of what's going on, when, on what days, and and whatnot. So definitely, we'll probably, maybe, potentially check this out. Oh wait! So they they have the players, thirty two players. Mm. They have them listed here. Oh huh. man, they're really uh, they're really going to town on this one. Got everybody on the lineup. So they listed what they qualified for, uh, like mm-hmm. top tops eight, new Capenna, and then mm-hmm. there's the league people. So I guess they've just veteraned in some people, like Reed mm-hmm. Duke. Um. And then there's challengers that won different things for different reasons. And then the like Neon Dynasty. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last year's world champion. Who was last Yuta, year's world championship then? Yuta, championship winner. Yuta Takahashi. Ah, it looks yeah. like. Nice. So, yeah, that's cool. They have it all. The It's all planned out. This is probably what I missed um, when the streamers are like, I didn't qualify. The streamers I watch, mm. they're saying, "Well, I didn't qualify." So they don't have. I wonder if there are some people who turned them down. Maybe like they were invited but said no. Yeah, because like uh, Paolo had said uh, like a year or so ago that he wasn't going to go to tournaments anymore unless uh, Wizards changed their policy on paying for hotel rooms. Uh, and right. everything else, because he said that the cost was just too high for him to fly around and go to all the events and then pay for his own lodgings and his own food and everything. Right. So I wonder if there's some players like uh, like him. I can't think of his name right now. Yellow hat guy. So maybe he would would have been in the one of the league spots. You think? Right. Maybe. Yeah. Like I I would assume like Paolo was like I'm the sure he, name for oh, a while yeah. in Magic. So like for him. Uh, you know, you want him there. I would imagine you would, yeah. Yeah, and I know they've been trying to make Reed Duke that name for a while, but he's like the Tom Brady of Magic. Like yeah. they're they're championing him up as the Yeah, they they like to make him the face as, as many times as possible. Oh yeah. Yeah, well I mean he's good on camera, you know. I get it. Yeah. I don't see Seth Mansfield isn't on here, so I don't know if he didn't qualify or not. Uh, I'm more watching. intrigued by the people who aren't on here. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of names missing. Um, than I am by who, who is on here. The thing I like about this is that they're really taking the time to like lay the tracks, like leading everybody up to it. You know what I mean? It's like, this is, you want to watch this, this is where you go. You've got plenty of time to get, get your craft together and show up when you want to show up and watch. So I think this might be the first time I've seen something like this in a while anyways, from them where they're just like, Hey, 
this is happening. It's a big deal. So this happens on October 28th, 29th, and 30th, correct? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's good that they released this a few weeks before. Yeah, you know, it happens at the Magic 30 event. Big deal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's cool. Probably check it out. I don't know. Maybe. I'll probably watch it. I don't care how we win by portal or our feet. We just need to get out of here. Uh, maybe we can find something else to power the portal? Like what? I don't know. Maybe we find a power stone or something? They used to be a big deal back in ancient Dominaria. People used them to power all kinds of devices, or at least that's what the book I read said. Hey, where do we get one? A power stone monger? Can we buy one at the local market? And with what gold? I'm trying my best here. It's exhausting always running away from things trying to kill us. Plus, I put on some weight since we got here. Too much fried food. I ain't got the stamina for this anymore. Why don't you come up with a plan for once? You never even listened to my plans. Remember when my plan was to leave the boss alone? But he was a Phyrexian. You didn't know that. And the boss wasn't after us until you made us his problem. We would be fine right now if you hadn't started with your crap. Did you guys say Power Stone? I think I think I know where I can get one of those, but you guys got to promise to stop fighting. It's making me anxious. Sorry. Where? The goblins and Shiv talk a lot about a place that makes them. I bet we can get one from there. And where is this place, Wazoo? Uh, it's in Shiv. How are we going to get to Shiv? Yeah, that's a long walk from what I've heard. Uh, if you just walk a while in that direction, or is it that one? Uh, don't worry, I know a guy. He's leaving tonight. Now that we've handled the news, what do you guys want to talk about? We got some uh, got some stuff to talk about. A general discussion topic, perhaps. Um, yeah, I kind of wanted to see what, like, a week out, what the rest of like the formats looked like after uh, the you bannings. Wanted to, you wanted to talk about the formats after the bannings, huh? You want to yeah. talk about Pioneer, don't you? There were no bannings in Pioneer because Pioneer is the best format. That's it's perfectly not balanced. The question, not the question I asked you. <laughs> All I said was, if you want to talk about Pioneer, don't you? Honestly, I'd rather talk about Modern because I think Modern's in a pretty good place right now. Okay. Well, uh, I'll tell us about it. So, with the banning of Sky Noodle, uh, we saw a decrease in 80 card decks. Um, I haven't been to play in paper yet. I'm going tomorrow. Uh, but what I, what I see, like people playing on Moto, it seems like. The Bruin is 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 going back, so people are going back to the drawing board, um, you know, trying different things now that they don't have the singular oppressive four-collar Yorion elementals, money piles that work their way through. Um, I don't know how much the meta will shift, but I think without having that, I, I feel like the meta is looking a little more diverse. And, and post-Yorion... People are like, okay, you ban the wrong one, ban Ren and Six. I've actually been playing with Ren and Six, and I think that what Ren and Six does, just because it, it occurs in a lot of decks, doesn't isn't really a, the reason why they haven't banned it is not based on how many decks it's in or what share of the format it has. It it does something very specific that I think is very welcome and needed in modern. And what that thing is is it allows for creative decks that would normally be pushed out by the speed of modern to run consistently enough to compete. Like with the Renin 6, all you have to worry about is I got green mana, I got red mana, I can recur my fetch lands and then fix the rest of my mana to play, you know, some four-collar, five-collar stuff. And if you ban Renin 6, I think the format would actually homogenize down to, you know, the Merktides of the world and things like that. See a lot less of the uh, five color janky. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yes, exactly. And I think that that's that's one of the things that modern can lean into, and to make it a format people are interested in. I know it's the most popular constructed format aside from Commander um, already, but in between Modern Horizons releases, people think it gets a little stale, and 
I think if you ban Ren and Six, that complaint will double. So things are better once they removed all the noodly. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think we're going to find yeah some good stuff happening. Um, I think maybe indomitable do, creativity. Do you think is, that is all that it's going to take to really open up the meta? No, I, I think I think Omnath might still be kind of an issue, but I've heard people are having trouble getting Omnath to work now without Yorion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have not confirmed that, but that's just what I've heard. Uh, you still kind of need Ren and Six because of the the mana fixing. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Omnath works best because in a format with fetch lands, because you're getting two land drops every turn. Um, and with Ren and Six, you're guaranteeing that land drop. So those two together might be a problem. But I don't know. I haven't played around enough. Like Omnath, I use Omnath in my Indomitable Creativity deck, or sorry, Rhino's deck. And mm-hmm. I don't ever seem to have a problem casting him in that, but he also has... I mean, I'm not saying people are having problems casting him. I'm saying people are having problems just making him work as well as he used to work in terms of mm-hmm. winning games. Oh. No Elemental wants to work anymore, man. What can you say? Hmm. Uh, and like I said, I didn't confirm that, and I don't play Modern. It's just the people that I have talked to have said I that see. they are struggling to make Omnath a viable deck in modern now. I would yeah, I would wonder what what deck they're throwing him into. Is he the main point of the deck? Because I, I can see that I believe so, yes. without the elementals and the mass load of spells to in an eighty card deck to bolster his landfall triggers. But yeah. But I, cool. like I said, I I haven't I don't know that any of that is true. It's just hmm. what I have heard talking to people. Yeah, because the fourth trigger on the landfall or the last one where you get Wooberg might be less important if you're not trying to cast a bunch of elementals. Um, so I don't. I, to me, it just feels like I understand this banning from the uh, the points that they had made about you know, eighty card decks and the shuffling and the time that it takes and yeah. and how hard that deck is to pilot. Just not even taking that stuff into consideration. Um, but to me, I know I've said this before, so you know, beating a dead horse. I just don't think there's any fixing modern at this point. Yeah, I think that's that's the kind of that point I was trying to make by by keeping things like Ren and Six in there to allow for these wild, crazy uh, combo. I guess that's the point. If you make it like Pioneer or Standard, then there's no point even having the format. And if you make it so that it's just too fast turn to kill. That's also not really fun. So maybe make it more of an interactive, uh, non-linear type format. For yeah, I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't know how you fix it. I just don't. Yeah, I don't think you can fix it. A tree and a druid, man. Come on, have you been listening? <laughs> yeah, Ren, but as- Ren and eight will solve everything. That's right, man. <laughs> Get a new tree, new life. So, uh, do you have any hot takes on the, the standard meta post Meatball Massacre? No, not not too much. I think the issue with the standard. Have you guys seen anything? Um, I when I was on Meatball uh, Meat Hook hadn't been banned yet because there was like a three day delay. So yeah. last time I was playing is like it's like everybody's like, well, it's no point in playing. This is a dead meta, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't have much opinion on that, except that uh, I think that that Rafine deck, I don't think it used Meat Hook, did it? I, yeah. Either way, I think that's going to be the top, mm-hmm. I think, of the meta. But, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what impact banning Meat Hook has. There's a Certainly. couple of things. I don't think that it's uh, fixed Black being in a lot of stuff. No, it just probably makes it probably is going to do exactly that. They see what they said and make more wide decks more viable. But like, I haven't seen any, I haven't tried to play one of those decks. Yeah, guess, it's so. it's hard to do like metagame stuff on Arena if you don't drop metric butt tons of money into the client. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, so we'll see. I guess we'll we'll hold that discussion until we kind of dig in and see how the meta shifts. Arena's a little slow to shift, too. 
Yeah. And I can't, I, I can't look at Mitko at this point either. So I can tell you that historic has been awful to players that I, I think they are going to end up banning some part of the tech and historic soon. Uh, I was about ready to go. What do you mean? I've been playing lots of historic and it's been great. <laughs> are you playing? Is it? Yes. Is expressive iteration still? Yes. Yes. Oh, that'll be that'll be the one. I, it's not. It's not really what that deck needs to function. That deck will run fine without it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what you would take out of it to make it less viable because nerfing the. Gosh darn it! What's the delirium direct damage spell? What's unholy heat? Unholy heat. Like they nerfed that. And they nerfed and, and Darcy, they nerfed the, and they nerfed the channeler. Yeah, the uh, Dragon Rage channeler, and it did not do anything to slow that deck down. It's I, I just like I don't cool. know what the answer is, but yeah. uh, Sunday I played about I want I want to say I played about fifteen matches, mm-hmm. and twelve of them probably were. Is it is, like, it, is it, it Phoenix specifically? There's no phoenixes any, as far as I can tell. I never saw phoenix. Uh, so it's that is it prowess thing. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I never update my decks, so I still have phoenixes in mind. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's symmetry mage, soul scar mage, mm. and the flying dude that gives them trample whenever you cast an incense or a sorcery, and uh, the guy who lets you play stuff from your graveyard. I can't think. Red okay. Horror Arcanist. Oh yeah, yeah, that deck. Yeah, I I see that a lot. And I, I mean, it was excessive the amount of. I was like, what is going on? Do you think uh, that if they changed the trigger on Dragon Lane, uh, Dragon Rage Channeler to be once per turn, that would slow it down? No, for surveil. No, I don't know what kills it, but I know that. Uh, I mean, and maybe the sample size is too small, but just it seems like based on play rate, they're going to have to do something soon. Yeah, I don't know. Dreadhorn Arcanist is probably an issue. Yeah, I was thinking Dreadhorn Arcanist is probably the easiest one to solve it, but I'm I actually not sure that that fixes the issue. Would it Would it be if they change the Dreadhorn Arcanist instead of an attack trigger, it deals combat damage to a player? I don't think that would change it at all, but maybe because then they couldn't, Kill your they stuff. Didn't clear on the, the board on attack. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's nasty. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, maybe some people just maybe I just matched up against a bunch of people who haven't felt like making new decks or something recently. But it was the only thing that I played against over the weekend. Oh, it also doesn't help that that Adelis, uh buffs wizards whenever there's an instant or sorcery spell cast, and the Dreadhorn or Arcanist is a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah, and they that's use that. Men- they use the mentor's guidance to draw two cards, and yeah, that deck's crazy. Yeah, that's what I like about Magic is that you can take two cards that aren't played and then turn them into a meta game <laughs> destroying thing. Yeah, it's great. Very nice. So that's our uh, meta game breakdown. Do you want to talk about the uh, Pioneer meta game for a little bit, Ben? Mm, no, nothing to report. It's stable and great and perfectly balanced. How how great are the <laughs> uh, the people you play against? Uh, just as good as me. Talking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a real equal matchup, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they know your moves ahead of time? <laughs> they might. I I try to forget them. But yeah, we can save like a more in-depth standard look until we kind of dig into that. I just yeah. wanted to kind of say I think Sky Noodle being gone is a good thing. No, oh, no, Sky I, Noodles. It, it probably definitely is. It's still in Pioneer if you want to play him. I'm like, but, was, I, but okay, stop trying to get people to play Pioneer. But it's less of a problem because there's, I mean, there's stuff to blink in Pioneer, but like not, not like the the fetch elementals or the pitch elementals. In modern, mm-hmm. like that's that's just wild. I'm personally not a fan of any of the command uh, companions. They make no. Me I, I think that they don't want to call it a mistake, so they just keep banning a little one at a time, and then eventually, because as soon as as soon as Yorion was banned, like a whole bunch of streamers on the internet started like taking out their 
you know, Obosh and their loot trees and they're <laughs> trying to trying to break the next one. But yeah, we'll see. Um all right. Well, I think that's it. Let's wrap this show up. Why don't you tell us uh tell them where they can find us? There, Ben. They can find us on Twitter at MPG Pod. You can find me on my personal Twitter at Be Nice MPG. Where can they find you, moderator Dave? They can find me on Twitter at Dave underscore MPG. Where are you at currently, other Dave? I'm on a boat. <laughs> and no, no, and just I'm on a boat. Is it going fast? You got your flippy floppies? Can I, you... I have flippy floppies. <laughs> can yeah. you can you explain to me one thing? Uh, I can try. How are you supposed to get to Magic 30 in Vegas, which last time I looked at a map was in the middle of a desert via boat? Um, big earthquake that knocks the California shelf into the ocean, and then he just pulls right up. Yeah, or I'm just going to get off the boat in California and go to how, Vegas from how there. How often does a Tool song actually happen, though? It's pretty <laughs> unlikely. Well, when it does, though, if you throw enough shit at the wall, eventually it'll stick. That's not saying the tool is shit, because tool is actually very great. <laughs> so you've double checked to make sure this boat is heading south, right? I don't know. Do you have a compass? Does I mean, it work on a boat? Compasses <laughs> do I don't have on one. Them. I don't carry one around with me. I assume we're going south. You're getting warmer or out? colder? Colder. Uh, that could be just the winds, though. You could be in the in the cold well, winds. Hopefully, you know where you're heading next week. All right, let's wrap this up. You can also send us an email at podcast at magicprovinggrounds.com if you'd like to uh, tell us what you think about. Share your thoughts and opinions, diatribes. Share, share your thoughts on Dorian getting banned. Yeah. Whether or not you like Reed Duke. Yeah. Uh, all the, right. The current condition of standard. How was much he, you don't play Pioneer. And was Ian Duke Peyton Manning and then the other was the other Manning? Yeah. Eli. Yeah. Ian's the Eli. I mean, they both got a championship ring. That's true. That's true. Unlike the same Cooper number. Manning. Oh man. Which one of them is Cooper Manning is the real question. Isn't he like a real estate agent or something? I think he's nothing. I think it, I mean, why if you have the, cause I mean, it's not like his dad was, you yeah. know, Manning. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure Cooper Manning was just like, I'm just going to sit around. You guys got this all wrong going out here and working hard and playing football and hurting yourselves. We're rich. I could just sit here and live. Cooper Archibald Manning is an American entrepreneur and television personality. So when you got money, they just call you an entrepreneur. <laughs> yep. And yeah. so he's the host of his television personality credits are he's the host of television show, the Manning hour for Fox sports. Oh, <laughs> so he's even riding on the coattails of his dad and his brothers. <laughs> mm, it's rough, oh. man. Sorry, Coop. Yeah, Liquid State. Snake, yeah. That's a... It's a Metal Gear Solid thing. That's a Metal Gear Solid reference I didn't understand because I've never played the game. You know, Solid Snake, Liquid Snake? I thought you were like, is he liquid? And I'm like looking on the card, I'm like, he doesn't look like he's liquid, but he does have, uh, like, his main power is metal manipulation, so he can make metal liquid if he wanted. Yeah. He's one of the only planeswalkers that can uh, travel with a uh, planar gate through the blind eternities. You just said what? I said Tezzeret. One of the things that he can do that makes him special is he's one of the only planeswalkers that can travel with a planar gate. What, planeswalk with it. Through it or with it, holding it? With it. Like with him. So he can go through the blind eternities with the gate, set it up on the other side, and allow his buddies through? Yes. Hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, he's been working with the Phyrexians probably for that reason. For I don't like Tezzeret. I don't he's either. A, he seems like an asshole. He's a doucher. He is, he's like the worst because he's only, guys, please complete me. And the Phyrexians are like, yeah, give us a minute. And he could do some more stuff for us. Yeah, go do some more stuff. And he's like, okay, I'll do it. But you guys are going to complete me next. He's like, when I get done, promise. And they're like, yeah, sure, Tesseract. <laughs> he's probably really pissed when some other planeswalker gets completed oh, he first. He was, man. <laughs> Into Kamigawa. That, yeah, because he's yeah. in Kamigawa, too. After they completed um, Tamiya, he was like, you going to do me next? And they're like, nah. <laughs> 